What's up, everybody? This is Sharon Shabazz. Head over to therealhiphop.com slash store and cop a t-shirt. The t-shirts bear the realhiphop.com logo, and they come in three different colors with sizes that range from small to double XL. That's therealhiphop.com slash store. T-H-E-R-E-A-L-H-I-P-H-O-P.com slash store. Shirts are shipped domestically in the United States and are only 10 bucks. So check them out. Sharon Shabazz. You're listening to the realhiphop.com podcast. On this episode, I talked to veteran MC Illogic. 20 years after the release of his debut album, Unforeseen Shadows, Illogic dropped his latest album, Autopilot. Autopilot is different from Illogic's previous albums because it's the first project that he produced and mixed all by himself. He also provided the artwork for the project. In this episode, Illogic talks about his foray into production, how his Christian faith influences his music, and his new album, Autopilot. Why did you title the new album Autopilot? Um, it's actually a, a two-pronged um, answer to that question. Um, when I was producing this album, um, you know, I was, I was kind of still learning the process of production and, you know, in the process of writing and everything, I kind of felt like it was more of an out of body experience. Um, you know, kind of felt like I was, I was, you know, watching myself do this instead of doing it. And it, you know, it, it kind of felt that way throughout the process. Like every time I would do something, you know, you know, cause again, I was doing a lot of experimentation with the production and, you know, learning how to engineer myself. All of this was a, a process and, um, you know, it kind of felt like it was, you know, something different. And also, um, you know, with a lot of the themes on the album, you know, I believe in society, a lot of times that we're on autopilot, you know what I mean? Like we wait for the government to tell us something. We wait for our jobs to tell us something. We wait for, you know, everybody else to be in control of what we're doing. And we kind of just surf through life instead of creating our own destinies and creating our own paths and, you know, making sure that the things that we do, that we're walking in our own purpose. Um, so that was kind of the thought process behind that. Hmm. That's interesting because it reminds me of, um, I think it's a psychology thing. Um, the external locus of control. I think that's what it is where, um, there are people who believe that um, life happens to you. And then there are mm -hmm. people who believe that you make life happen. Right. Um, right. Have you always had that mindset? 
Yeah. Um, I've always had that mindset, but I didn't always walk in it. You know, um, I was a lot of times I was always, you know, cause I'm, I mean, I'm also a Christian, so, you know, it's kind of a twofold thing. Like I believe that, you know, there's predestined things that happen in our lives, but I also believe that we are given, you know, the option to make choices and a lot of the choices that we make affect the outcomes of, you know, our lives. Um, a book that I read during the process of this um, called As a Man Thinketh, um, I think it's by James Allen, I think is the name of the author, but it's um, basically a book that talks about how you think about your life and about yourself and about your health and about everything that involves you, you know, affects the outcome of those things. So if you think you know, and that's actually a verse in the Bible as well, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if you think about yourself in a certain way and you have a certain mindset about how things go in your life, then usually those things will line up and you'll begin to walk in purpose. But if you're thinking or you're not thinking at all and you're allowing someone else to think for you, then they're the ones that are in control of where you're going. You know, so I've always kind of been there, um, but, you know, I've, I've really just kind of settled into understanding exactly what that means and really seeing the fruit of, you know, kind of walking in my purpose probably in the last, you know, three to five years. Hmm. Okay. That kind of reminds me of the book, The Secret, um, how your thoughts kind of guide your life. Um, mm -hmm. I've never been able to fully implement that, but I'm a constant, uh, constantly working on it, man. Yes, yeah, it's, it's difficult, you know, because a lot of times when we put ourselves in, you know, when we're in certain positions and we have to make certain decisions, you know, life is hard. You know what I'm saying? Life is not easy and it's not always right. Like it's not always easy to make the right decision. So sometimes you got to go through trial and error and, you know, depression can set in and not understanding why certain things are happening. But if you, you know, you really like sit down and think, you know, and backtrack like, okay, I made this decision that affected this, this affected that. Okay. I see why I'm where I'm at. You know what I mean? It's like, so it's up to us to really sit down and analyze our lives and analyze, you know, how we got where we are. And most of the time we can, you know, pinpoint, pinpoint it to a decision or a group of decisions that we've made in our lives. And, you know, we can rectify those things. Hmm. Okay. Now, what made you decide to handle all of the production for this album? Um, I've always wanted to produce, um, you know, since I started rhyming, I've always been interested in production because I, um, I played instruments in, um, in middle school and high school. I played the saxophone, played the drums when I was younger, a little. Um, so I've always been interested in music in general and, you know, growing up in the nineties and two thousands where jazz was heavily sample for a lot of, you know, the, the underground classics that we still listen to today, you know, I would recognize a lot of those samples. I would remember hearing those things when my, um, my saxophone instructor would give me things to listen to and, you know, stuff like that. So it always intrigued me about how they took these records and these sounds that I was listening to as jazz and turned them into this thing called hip hop. And, um, it always, it always intrigued me. And, Around um, the celestial clockwork time um, is when I really like made the made the conscious, you know, thought to I'm going to produce my, you know, an album of mine sometimes. And at the time, 
you know, I said that it was going to be my last album of mine that I was going to produce. And this isn't my last album, um, rest assured. But um, that was, you know, I held on to that. And um, see, about maybe five or six years ago, I was out on tour with um, DJ Bombay, who um, does the cuts on Pickpocket on the album as well. Um, And he pulled out we were on tour and we were back in the hotel. He pulled out his computer out of his book bag, his whole computer. He had like a 20, 27 inch monitor and, you know, his computer and everything set it up. And, you know, he started making beats and I pulled up next to him and told him to show me and the rest is history. So I've always wanted to do it. You know, it's just the um, equipment back in the day, the NPCs and the and Sonic EPSs and, the SP 1200, all of that just looks so difficult to me. And I didn't really want to take the time to learn it. I just, you know, I didn't want to. And now that everything is more computerized and, you know, me being a computer guy, it was, you know, a little more of a no brainer, like, okay, I can, I can do this now and, you know, dove into it. And I haven't looked back since. Hmm. So what software do you use to produce? Uh, FL studio. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I've I've that's interesting you said that because I have a MPC 2000 XL and I've used some software uh different FL Studio, Ableton, I've used all that stuff. I feel more comfortable with the drum machine. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I think it's because you can touch it. <laughs> right. For me, and it's not just like, I mean technically it is pushing buttons, but you know, for some reason, the uh, I, I don't do as well with the uh, software. And I think I would. I think now that I understand more of the concepts of production, I would. I want to learn how to use the MPC now. You know, I want to learn how to use a lot of these other you know um, machines, and mainly because you know using FL Studio, I use you know I have a MIDI controller and all of that, so I still have the. Um, the same, you know, kind of effect of pushing those buttons, mm-hmm. but I'm not doing all the programming within the MIDI controller. It's the programming is in the computer. So it's a, it's a, it's a combination of the two. So I think now that I've kind of gotten my feet wet in production over the last, you know, five or six years, I think I could probably, you know, latch on to how to work an NPC. And I think eventually I want to at least try it. Okay. Um, on the song Canvas, you say, I'm just hitting my stride, diving into new disciplines, come along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Was it intimidating to you to try your hand at producing and photography at this stage of your life? No rushing the stanzas. The masterpieces, the master relinquished prime potency packed in consecutive releases. From unforeseen to man who thinks to lucid logic. Gifted mystic, prolific lyric locksmith. You're all out of options. I'm just hitting my stride. Diving into new disciplines, come along for the ride. Snapping photos, chopping samples, it's up a notch. Got my helm through the realm of the Renaissance. It's a hard drive to the gig, a bite of a sandwiches. Needed when I surf on lines, casting my web. Crashing whoever 
your bandwidth Left them for dead For disregarding the standards Handed down from the mountaintop I'm praying that these clowns will stop patty kicking The beat pounds like the sound of a smack from a cinder block Keep on faking, but I'm staying grounded Pulling rabbits from habits The crowds left astounded They want that old ill Got lyrics, thousand whispers, awkward flow ill. But if you know ill, every record I try to grow ill. Progress is the measure way I show skill. Just know I'm cold still, below wind chill, frostbitten. Stop giving these rappers passes for soft writings like. A logic, a logic, logic, a logic, super No, um, it was actually exciting, you know, because, you know, I've been rapping since I was nine years old, you know what I mean? And so at any, you know, given point in time, if someone needs me to write a 16 bar verse, I can sit down and write a 16 bar verse. I don't need inspiration. I don't need, you know, like any coaxing, like rapping is a part of me. So it's become... And, and I still love it. You know, it's not that I don't love it anymore. I still try to find challenges within it, you know, because I've I mean, I've released, you know, eight, nine albums. I released multiple EPs. I've been featured on so many other projects. So I've been doing this for so long. So it was exciting to dive into a new discipline. It was exciting to, you know, spend hours on YouTube learning videography and learning how to shoot videos and learning what ISO was and, you know, about exposure and learning production, all of that was exciting. Um, and plus it was still part of my art. It was still related to my hip hop career. So, you know, everything that I've done and added to my arsenal has been to, you know, make me a little more viable and a little more valuable, you know, even to myself in my hip hop career. So, you know, it was just exciting. It wasn't, I wasn't intimidated by it at all. As a creative person, how important is it to evolve and try new things? I think it's super important, especially, you know, if you're a creative person, like take a musician um, or a rapper or a singer or something like that. If you have fans, your fans can get tired. You know, if you're doing the same thing every album, then after a while, it's like, oh, I, you know, I already know what he's going to do. I, I'll catch the next one. You know what I mean? So it if you keep reinventing yourself and keep growing and keep trying new things with your art or with any type of art, you know, like it keeps the fans intrigued. It keeps people wanting to check out your art. If you're a painter and every painting is an impressionist piece that gets boring, you know, but if you do some, throw some cubism in there and you throw some different stuff in there, then people don't necessarily know what to expect. So they're checking for what you're doing. They're looking for what's going to be the next thing. It's just like, you know, with Kanye, you never know what Kanye is going to do on the next album. So whether you like him or not, you're still intrigued by what's going to come out. You know what I'm saying? Even with, you know, like Kendrick, you never know what the next album is going to sound like. So you're excited about what's, what's going to happen because they never give you the same thing twice. You know? So I think that's super important to keep yourself you know, intrigued and in, interested in your art and also to keep the fans interested in checking for you and supporting you. Okay. On the song Pickpocket, you say we frame behavior as Vader without understanding Anakin. Should we try to understand Anakin in every situation? 
Yeah, I've never been the type to close mouth, but I'm closed off. Just pickpocketing time for ticks as it fades. Ignoring the signs, even the ones that say don't walk, cause hip rocket designed for clips and grenades. A devout skeptic questions find me comfort. Trying to stand out among these mannequins as a mannequin. The coding doubts message lessons usher wonder. We frame behavior as Vader without understanding Anakin. A complex man holding on to the simple things. Diligently dicing the indignant for the fun. The ladies see the spell and they crown him the dimple king. Insisting I give him a little rhythm of the drum. Even the greats pontificate fates a foregone conclusion. And it's obvious you're using excuses. The only time truth intimidates is when justice is translucent. But I'ma keep moving because I don't plan on losing. Um, I mean, I think at a, at, if if possible, yes, um, because then you understand the full picture of what you're dealing with. You know, like we've gotten so divided in this country and in this world that we never try to we never think about the, being empathetic. You know, we never think about what has this person that I supposedly don't like or have a problem with. What have they gone through to get them, you know, to the place where they are? And, you know, maybe that'll help you understand them a little more. And maybe you'll understand why they are the way they are. That don't mean you have to accept it. That don't mean you have to like it. But understanding each other, I think, is the key to us, you know, starting to get along and build a better world. If we just continue, you know, saying what I believe is right and what you believe is wrong, and I don't want to try to understand it, I don't care. I don't, you know, like there's no progression in that. You know, there's no way for us to continue to elevate culture and society and the world if we just all sit in our yards, fenced in, locked up and never go outside and play and see what the world has to offer. We have to understand what's going on in somebody else's lives before we completely shut them out. And I think that's super important for us to you know, continue to grow. There's a song on the album called The Depth, Keep It Moving, that is it's very optimistic in such a dark time. Mm -hmm. um, what inspired you to convey that message in this song? Galaxy in hand, unlocking secrets of universes. Through verses, feet propped on the ottoman. All the men I draw with, I fall with. We dispel summer just to bring ottoman. Fragments of sanity by the boatload, hoping to stay on deck. We sail in shuffle 52. Cause we were dealt to hand away crashes. Seasick, the sound of the undertow could drown you, but... My people stay Hercules. Although we hurt, we get our knees a little dusty and pray for peace. Cause we dream so vivid, it's vintage hype visuals. The colors pop from maxed out resolution. Let's make sure our seeds fan out and realize that our culture's where we need to start a revolution. Seek solutions found in the creases of unity. Embrace the challenges, seeing problems as opportunities. There's no promised land without you and me. Sinking in solidarity, rescuing those sinking in status quo. I know that thinking is heresy, but it's presently a necessity. I can't achieve without you next to me so let's move the world spinning in the pistol if you don't take advantage then another man will it's time to show what we about let's show the work of our hands and stop running our mouth um 
I mean, honestly, I think it's, you know, it, it relates back to my Christian upbringing, uh, relates back to my grandmother, my mother, um, the things that they imparted in me, you know, because, you know, as a Christian, we, th- we see a lot of things going on and, you know, and we're always, you know, despite everything that's going on, we believe that things are going to be okay in the end, you know, and I've always been imparted with that. And I've always believed that, like, I've never, you know, I've, I've, I've dealt with some depression when I was young and dealt with some depression when I was in college and things of that nature. But I never thought that, you know, the world was you know, the sky was falling, you know, like I was I was down about certain things. But I, I got to a point in my life where, I, again, I tapped into what my grandmother and mother would preach to me as a youngster and, you know, being in church and things like that and understanding that trouble don't last always. Things can't, you know, the sun is still going to rise tomorrow, hopefully. You know what I'm saying? And just having faith that you're going to be all right, no matter what you're going through right now, you're going to be all right. And things are going to get better as long as you put the work in to make sure that they do. Because if we just sit idly by and watch the world burn, then it's going to burn. But if we put the work in to try to make things better and try to make our lives better and make the lives around of the people around us better, then it will get better. You know, we just have to put some work in. It takes some work on our parts as well. So I've always I've always had an optimistic outlook on things. And I wanted to end the album in that because there are some dark points on the album as well. But I wanted to end the album, you know, with something that was uplifting and something that was, you know, a little brighter in message. All right. Well, last question, man. Okay. What do you hope to achieve with autopilot? Um, honestly, like the same thing I hope to achieve with all my records, you know, I just want people to listen to it. I want people to like it. You know, I I hope that they like it. I want people to learn something from it. You know, I want people to, you know, be a little better, you know, as a person and, you know, than they were before they listened to the record. I want them to think about some things, hopefully, you know, I want, you know, I just want to, I just, I just want to touch people, you know, and I want, I wanted to, you know, be, I wanted to resonate and I wanted to be something that you can go back to. And maybe it's a, it's a reference for you or, you know, I was feeling this way. Oh, I remember this song talked about this. Let me go back and check this out and see if this gets me in a better mood. Like I want to be able to have, you know, that kind of catalog, you know, with all of my music and this album is no different. So you know, I just hope people dig it and, you know, I hope they learn something from it and hope they want to keep going back to it. Okay. Illogic. Thank you for joining the real hip hop.com podcast. Word, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Word. Peace. Peace. The real hip hop and DJ from your own mind, you know? I just right now we should start the show.